Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story is one that we've covered like in the past on a second or third story, and there was never an update for it. But more recently, an update came out and it was recovered. So it's from Am I the A-Hole Husband Dead X? And we're going to be reading the original story first. Feel free to use the timestamps if you want to. It was titled Am I the A-Hole for not wanting my husband to go to his ex's funeral? I'll admit, I'm biased right off the bat. I couldn't stand her. I call her his ex to myself and others. He called her his friend. We're all in our early 40s and she died recently. Aneurysm. I've been with him for 10 years now, but he'd known her for 20 plus. The way he tells it, they were friends in college, decided to date, got married and then realized they weren't a great couple and decided to just be friends. All that happened years before I met him. He was clear early on that she was important. A couple of months into dating, it came up that his friend was actually his ex-wife. He explained the above to me, saying she was one of his closest friends and that it was purely platonic. I expressed some discomfort at him being so close to an ex and he told me that's fine. If you have a serious issue with it, let me know now and save us some time. I'll choose her. I like you and all, but I've known her for over 12 years and she's one of the most important people in my life. You'll have to be okay with that if you want us to be a thing. When we were engaged, I asked again. He gave me this perplexed look and asked, why would us getting married affect my friendships? I sucked it up and went along. I resented every moment of knowing her, especially when we had to be social. She understood some part of him I couldn't. Her husband was friends with mine as well, so it's not like I could use him as an angle. They'd have lunch with the ex. They'd go to their geeky movies and whatever. A few times I brought it up, he said, we had this conversation before. You had your chance to back out. She died after they had lunch the other day on the way to her car. He spent a bunch of time crying, but honestly, I was relieved. He was working with her husband on funeral planning. I told him, you don't think you're going, do you? My argument summed up. She's dead. She's not a factor anymore. He doesn't get to use his, she's my friend excuse since she doesn't exist anymore. He had his cry for a couple of days. He gets to be done with mourning her already. There's no need for him to go to her funeral since I wouldn't want her as his. He was the angriest I've ever seen him when I told him that, replying that he'd be going no matter how I feel and that he's willing to burn this to the effing ground while holding up his wedding band. Besides you, she was the closest friend in my life. Him, her husband and my sisters are calling me an insensitive a-hole over this. All saying that there was no romantic aspect to their relationship and that I'm heartless. Her husband went so far as calling me a ghoul for how I've reacted. I never felt their relationship was appropriate and I hid that for years because I wanted to be with my husband. 
Now that she's gone, I don't feel I should have to hide it anymore and can speak freely. Am I the a-hole for just wanting him to be done with her and for him to not attend the funeral? And I remember reading this one the first time round and the absolute rage that was going on with it all. You knew in the beginning this was a deal breaker for your relationship for him. He told you at the very start and then you made that choice to continue the relationship. We've seen many stories in the past where the OPs were friends with their exes and it made their relationship incompatible because their partner could not move past that. And this might sound really heartless when I say it. And I don't mean it to be heartless, but just pragmatic towards it is that, you know, this is the final time she's out of his life now. Sure, there's going to be mourning and there's going to be grief and there's going to be times where he may want to visit a memorial to her at some point but all you had to do was sit there and be quiet about it but you couldn't even be quiet about that and let him attend this funeral and the way that op talked in this one you know she's dead she's not a factor anymore he doesn't get to use his she's my friend excuse since she doesn't exist anymore he's had his cry for a couple of days absolutely disgusting and I personally can't see a very good outcome for OP in this one at all. Absolutely not. But LadyCast79 says you're the a-hole. When he divorces you, he probably won't have to explain his friendship with you to the next woman because seriously, who'd want to stay friends with a woman who had treated you like this? Galloping Gecko says if she doesn't exist anymore, why are you still so jealous of her? He can't even leave you for her now, so I think it's time you got past it. You're the a-hole. You can speak freely and he can leave after finding out how heartless you actually are. Fair enough. Comedic Hermit says, and quote, she died after they had lunch the other day on the way to her car. He spent a bunch of time crying, but honestly, I was relieved. And goes on to say, read the sentence you wrote and try to explain to anyone how you aren't the a-hole. You're the a-hole. And quotes, he was working with her husband on funeral planning. I told him, you don't think you were going, do you? And then says, read this sentence you wrote and try to explain how you aren't the a-hole. You're the a-hole. I hope he gets a good divorce lawyer. And one more comment from OK Boss who says, agree. If this is real, you're the a-hole. I struggle to see how anyone could sit down, write this and not realize what a horrible human being they are. But just to recap. One, early in your relationship, you were told of this close friendship and you were dishonest about your feelings by omission. Two, your rate... Your husband gave you the option of walking away if you were uncomfortable. You chose not to. Anything to get that ring right, but have selfishly and miserably lived with resentment ever since. Three, you sucked it up and went along, but didn't really. Languishing in your own insecurity and trying to manipulate and control your husband. Four, the woman has died. She wasn't a threat in life and certainly isn't in death. But your own admission, you never supported the friendship and hid it for years, shows how deceitful you are. You pretended to accept something you didn't. The best gift of friendship this woman could give your husband in her death is exposing what a nasty piece of work you are. Job done. You've done your husband, yourself, and your relationship a disservice for years. And now because you can't control your hate, you're going to see the consequences. Happy divorce. So then OP does update the post, which says we've been together for 10 years, but he's choosing to end all of that because how I reacted to his ex-wife's death. They were friends when we met and his claim was that they dated and gotten married while they were young and dumb before realizing they worked better as friends than as a couple. He told me that if I wanted a relationship with him, I needed to accept she'd always be a part of his life. 
they'd do things like go to geek movies with her and sometimes her husband, and they'd do tabletop gaming, all which I found boring. He and I had a mostly happy marriage, I thought, but I had to deal with her presence and pretending she and her husband were friends. I hated her, and when she died, I was relieved. I didn't want him going to the funeral. Saying now that she was out of his life, he was done with her. I was called cold and callous for wanting to put my foot down. Yes, he went to the funeral, which I was very uncomfortable with. I asked him not to go again, and he just gave me this cold, expressionless stare. She was cremated and my husband was given a little bit of her ashes in a small urn the size of a pill bottle. I told him it was creepy to have them and he flipped me the bird. The past month plus of my life has been a nightmare because of her dying. My husband has barely talked to me and I've received texts from nearly all of our friends and family calling me a monster. All because someone saw my original post on Reddit and shared it with everyone they could. Even people at my job. Many of the posts here were nice in comparison to the things the people I thought were my friends said. I was just out of town for several days on a work trip. On Friday, I came home to a, a partly empty house, his car gone, and a petty sounding letter saying that he would be getting a divorce. Not that he wanted one, that it was going to happen. He'd already filed. He said that my post was one of the most hurtful things he's ever read and that my jealousy of his friendship was insane. He wrote, I effing watched her die. She was walking by my side when it happened and I have nightmares about it. He said I'd be keeping the house because I don't want to spend every morning waking up to a reminder of the years of lies that was our marriage. He left a list of what he's taking, saying I can keep the rest. His last line was, if it had been me instead of her, she'd have been there for you in an instant. Remember that. I learned he's staying with her husband because that man sent me a long text telling me to stay away from his home and he regretted ever letting me into his life. My own sister said if she learned I was dating someone, she'd fill him in on what a black-hearted C-word I am. So yeah, my husband is divorcing me because of his first wife's death. She's more important to him, and it seems to our friends, than keeping our marriage together is. She's screwing up my life, even from the grave. Oh dear. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Holy moly. And let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And our next story comes from Am I the A-hole GW2023 and says Am I the a-hole for telling my friend to stop mimicking my symptoms as our own for her followers? Throw away the friend has read it. 
I-26 female had been friends for a decade with Janet, 24 female. We'd never been super close up until 2020. Janet has always had some sort of disability, the most prominent being an autoimmune disorder that causes chronic pain. Janet is also very prominent on social media and often discusses her disabilities very openly. I am not and haven't really discussed mine in length. Recently, I've been afflicted by really bad pains in my hands due to my job. I expressed how badly things have gotten when I found myself physically incapable of using my left hand for the most basic of tasks, such as picking up a pencil or waving. I told Janet about it as she is a friend and she was sympathetic. But then, less than 24 hours later, I went onto her social media and found her crying to her followers about her own chronic hand pain. I was kind of dumbfounded since she had just been with me the day before opening jars and carrying around things with no pain or complaints. I decided to let this go and believe that she may in fact be suffering like I am because how do I know if she hasn't been dealing with this? But then it started getting weird. Janet started asking me more and more questions. What the pain feels like? How frequently? Does it shoot to other places or was it localized, etc.? At first, I didn't think anything of it and answered her, only for her to have the same type of pain less than 24 hours later. I was shocked that she would say that she had the same level and type of pain as me even using the same terminology I did. I decided to stop answering her questions and for a couple of months, she stuck with what she had already told her following until last night. After a few visits with my doctor, my pain is gone, thankfully. The only thing that is gone for good is the grip strength I once had, but I just have to cope with it and manage. Janet called me last night and I stupidly told her that my pain is gone and explained my grip strength issues. Can you guess what happened next? This morning, less than 12 hours later, Janet posted a 20-minute sob fest on social media regarding her grip strength and how she is going to have to cope with it leaving her. I watched as she dramatically let tears fall down her face while discussing how she can't do basic tasks anymore. Frustrated, I texted Janet and told her to stop mimicking my very painful condition and using my symptoms as her own for her following and for attention. She wrote back that I was an a-hole for suggesting she was doing that and then ran to her social media to state that a friend thinks she's faking and how hurt she is. At first, I gave her the benefit of the doubt, but after her symptoms mirrored mine so quickly, it was suspicious. Am I the a-hole? Now, I know many people that blog their video posts and, and, and talk about what's going on in their life, etc. And I thought maybe at first, as I was getting through the first couple of paragraphs, that maybe, you know, you just reminded her of a hand issue she had and thought, oh yeah, maybe I'll go and tell my followers that. But then it certainly did get weird that everything you said was getting repeated on that social media. But we'll start off in the comments with logical block 1507 who says not the a-hole. Dump the friend. Mocking, mirroring, minimalizing your very real disabilities is ableist as hell and she should be ashamed of herself. But she won't be. So get rid of her. Silent focus says not the a-hole but consider this. You now know who Janet truly is. What's next is up to you. You could be petty and make up symptoms just to watch her mimic them or you can just ignore her. She's not going to change. Your power is to change if and how you react or don't react to her. Hope maybe someday you can get your grip strength back but I'm glad to hear that the pain is gone. Then OP goes on to edit the post and says edit for clarity. I do not know what kind of an autoimmune disorder she has or if that is contributing factor to her pain. She told me that she has not been tested, but she feels she has one. She just doesn't know which one. 
I didn't ask further questions because it's not my business. I also do not discount any pain she has. As I stated, I was first sympathetic with her because I was not going to assume that she was not experiencing things. However, the only time it was brought up was when I had expressed something about mine to her, either good or bad, and this has gone on since late October. So it's not a snap judgment kind of deal. Edit 2. Wow, I did not expect this many comments, lol. I cannot give her false symptoms or anything like that because she is a compulsive Googler. She Googles everything and will know that the symptoms are fake. I've decided that I will not be including her in conversations revolving around my health, whether physical or mental, as I don't want to be used as inspiration for her attention-seeking. As someone mentioned in the comments somewhere, thank you all for your comments. It really solidified that I wasn't going crazy. Final edit and update. Answering all the questions that I have received and then an update on the current situation. One, the plan is to drop the friendship. I will not be continuing on with this because I honestly feel violated and not just for me, but for others who have very real disabilities. Falsifying symptoms for attention is something I cannot stomach. I won't drop her immediately because I am concerned for her mental health. Again, she has never been diagnosed with anything other than bipolar disorder but she denies that she has this. She claims to have many others, just not the one she has been diagnosed with. But the plan is to step away and slowly integrate myself out of her life. Two, thankfully she is not monetized on any of her social media accounts, so this behavior is currently not resulting in monetary gain. This appears to be strictly for attention. Three, while I appreciate the petty, I do not believe in telling someone that I have a life-threatening illness, so I will not be doing that. While I believe she would mimic some, I believe she wouldn't mimic a terminal illness. A friend did tell me to tell her that I have throbbing in my earlobes though. For the update, she did call me last night and left a voicemail. I have not called her back, nor do I intend to right now. I'm distancing myself until I can speak with her without rage. I just don't want to deal with her level of drama. Thank you for all the feedback and the comments regarding your own stories. While my condition is not as serious and actually rather small in comparison to the stories I have read, I thank you all for sharing this with me. As physically, mental and invisible disabilities discussions are so vulnerable and I don't think I would have been able to speak out anywhere else. Thank you all again. And someone asked, did you listen to the voicemail? Opie responded saying, I did. She was upset and wanted to talk about a recent fibro flare-up. And it is an incredibly sensitive discussion, isn't it? Because you never want to accuse someone of faking an illness or using it for attention or anything like that. But how do you think you would have dealt with this situation? Do you think Opie went about it the right way to slowly break off the friendship? Because obviously they still care. They don't want to damage their mental health or anything like that. But how would you deal with it? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have one more story. Now, I saw this title and I was a bit intrigued, so I'm going to read it and we'll see where we go from there. It's from I Work With Planes, titled, Am I the A-hole for interfering in the bouquet toss at my girlfriend's sister's wedding? My girlfriend, we call her Maggie, and I went to her sister's wedding on Sunday, January 22nd. It was a great event and things were well for most of the evening. This was the first time I met Maggie's mother, but had already met the rest of her family. When it came time for the bouquet toss, Maggie was one of the ladies in the group to try and catch it. I thought I had an opportunity to be funny and lift the mood, so I stood behind Maggie and slapped the flowers to the ground before she could catch them. I don't know if she actually would have been the one to catch them, but I did it anyways. 
I was doing it as a joke, which I thought would be obvious to everyone. I was like 0.0001% serious. I'm actually not interested in marriage. I'm in my 20s. I really had no bad intentions and wasn't trying to upset anyone. I thought I would get a chuckle from the crowd. After I slapped the bouquet to the floor, there was an audible gasp from everyone around, followed by an awkward silence. I was a little embarrassed, but I laughed anyways to try to non-verbally show everyone that it was a joke. Nobody laughed. After a bit, the moment had passed and everyone was starting a big dinner. Nobody talked to me and I was getting a couple of sideways glances. Maggie's mother eventually pulled me aside and very respectfully asked me to leave, which I obliged. I didn't want to cause a scene. A few weeks later, my girlfriend and her sister are over it, but the mum still seems weird about it. I haven't spoken to her since then. Was this an a-hole move? Or is it just a light-hearted joke that was misinterpreted? Ooh, that made me cringe. Alyssa says, you're the a-hole. It's a tradition that not many people take to heart. It's not an automatic you-must-be-married thing. You made an unnecessary scene and damaged your relationship with your girlfriend and her family. You ruined a possibly cute moment for no reason. Jokes are supposed to be funny. So, explain the joke. Seriously, explain how ruining a moment at a wedding is so damn funny. Sparkism says you're the a-hole and oh my god, I'm feeling the second-hand embarrassment. Absolutely a-hole move. And you're bragging about it to strangers on the internet. Cringe. He who is right says you were trying to lift the mood. Seriously, it was a wedding for goodness sake. The mood doesn't get more elevated than that. Yes, you're the a-hole. And one more comment from Erin's not funny who says you're the a-hole. The bouquet toss is a tradition that people have various opinions on, but generally, it's unmarried women competing to grab the bouquet. By slapping it down, you took all, literally all of the fun out of the activity. You're not an unmarried woman. You obviously had no interest in the activity. Why did you insert yourself? It's a mean thing to do and it's not funny. What's the joke? Haha, <laughs> no one gets the bouquet. Haha, <laughs> I don't want to marry my partner. Haha, <laughs> traditions are dumb. I can't think of any reason it's funny. The kindest interpretation I could reasonably see is you wanting attention and going about it in an annoying way. You took an activity that involves a group you aren't a member of and made the moment entirely about yourself. If you have any relationship with a married couple, I suggest apologizing for being unaware and self-focused. And oh my God, that just gave me flashback memories of a story I heard from round where I used to live about a family and the guy put his false eye on top of the wedding cake. <laughs> anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Oh my God, I'm boiling up here. <laughs> And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for getting involved and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. Much love. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.